0: Jeff, no I'm not too firm. She's dog aggressive and I haven't even bonked her yet.
1: So, she's dog aggressive. This is the dog that's really nervous. Yeah. It's a nervous dog, but it's drawn towards, so this is what it is. Your dog has, you're you're seeing the true colors of your dog, of this dog, of the client's dog. That's what it is. So, it's drawn to softer people because it could bully them, right? But when it meets somebody that's firm and okay, so you're not you're not firm as in like punishment firm, but your presence is firm. And, and you don't put up with any bullshit most likely. So now the dog is like, oh fuck, I can't get away with all my normal manipulative shit and I don't know what to do. So you're probably, you're most likely, most likely, I mean, I worked with a lot of dogs like this is your the dog is revealing its true colors, which is what you're what you're seeing, what you're seeing next. <laughs> oh, <it's> going live! <laughs> now we're live. <laughs>
0: yeah! Why? Oh, like...
1: And here we are, start of the show. We're live, so now reboot. You should be able to reboot. Yep. Hey everybody, how are you? It's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training with the What Would Jeff Do show. And I've got a special guest host. This is Cass. Cass is from Canada. She's our intern. She's here for three months. She's on her one month mark. And Joelle had a very, very busy day and she's got a lot of extra things to do. So we're gonna give her the night off and we're gonna put Cass in the hot seat. So Cass will be answering the questions. If you're brand new to the show, my name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. And there's three different categories of things that I like to talk about, about what, what, you know, this company does. Number one, we do the show called What Would Jeff Do? It's on every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday night. Historically on those nights, historically at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it's a 90-minute show. Uh, most people, as you know, will ask me, how do you stop, how do you stop, how do you stop? So it's a problem-solving show. People want to know how to stop unwanted behaviors. So you can hear me talk a lot about the word, the, the phrase called punishment. Apply a punisher, apply a correct correction. So a lot of people get freaked out by that because they've been brainwashed by the positive movement that you can reward your dog out of any bad behavior, which is a lie. The big magic with punishment is you're not yelling, screaming, getting upset, or being angry. It's just a matter of fact. You can't do that. How to properly punish your dog, there's actually an art too. Um, And then I've got a seminar series called um, Jeff Gelman Seminars, and I'm doing 28 seminars around the world. In fact, today we just announced Scotland.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah,
1: really nice. And cool. by, by, I like to say Wednesday, we're going to announce England. So we're going to be in Scotland. So, so far in 2020, we're doing Scotland, Singapore, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, and the U.S. And everywhere. we're about to announce England. And just to give everyone a heads up, it's going to probably be in the Manchester, England area. And we should be announcing that on Wednesday. Um So stay tuned for that. This weekend, I'll be in Austin, Texas with Joelle. And then the weekend after that, Maui, Hawaii. So you can go to Jeff Gelman seminars for that. Now, those are two-day seminars. And those are also problem-solving seminars. No matter how badly we accept all dogs, the most aggressive dog, the most fearful dog, the most leech-reactive dog, the most anxious dog is allowed there. So we don't put rules on the dogs. Any dog is allowed there. So, and it's pretty incredible to see. So that also is a problem solving seminar. So I've almost actually wanted to re-re name it the punishment tour because you learn how to actually properly shut down bad behaviors. Now, the training center, which we're at right now, which is seven day a week, board and train. We do a small daycare and we do boarding here only for client dogs. That's the full enchilada. I would say 95% of the trainers days and Cass is one of the trainers that are, that is interning here and she has her own business up in Canada and we'll give her some time to promote that um, is 95% rewards because we're teaching dogs how to do stuff and only 5% applying a punisher. So we have to put everything into scale. So when you're listening to the show, it's not what happens here seven days a week because dogs actually are learning stuff and stopping the behavior actually doesn't take that long. So um, you ask your question in your little chat box down at the bottom of your screen. You've got a little comments thing, type it in there. Also there's a little dollar sign and people wanna know like what the dollar sign is and those are top chats. So top chats are right there by the way and you'll, mm-hmm. um, you'll click on those first. Okay. So top chats, what happens is it goes to the top of the queue but you do not have to pay to play. We answer almost every question unless I go on to a rant. All right, so always go with top chats first, next. Gotcha.
0: Uh, top chat from Catherine Demers. But no
1: question. Oh, thank you, Catherine. 13.99.
0: 99 So she
1: might have actually not know how to put the question in the top chat. Okay. So it might show up later. Next.
0: Okay. Next up is Emily. It says, haven't been able to say thank you for all the amazing content and realistic advice. I'm constantly on your channel. My struggle now is how to know the difference from puppy nonsense and behavior issues. Working constantly on some issues and don't want to give up.
1: Okay. So define puppy. So when, so puppy nonsense depends what it is. So up until maybe four or five months old, maybe we can say that's puppy nonsense. And then we go into like adolescence nonsense. But if we're talking about puppy nipping, that could be stopped at 10 weeks old. So all depends, all depends. So I need a little bit, number one, what's the age of the dog and what are you struggling with? So I can give you more exact, an exact answer, but also thank you so much for being a fan. Next.
0: Bob says, Jeff, from your experience, what's the longest period of time between marker and reward allowable? So dogs still will connect the two and associate reward with the marker.
1: Well, there's been studies for 30 minutes. So, but let's say my dog is barking in the front window and I said, no. And then I'm like, you know what? I want to bonk the dog, but I don't have a bonker. Let me go to the next room and then walk up and bonk the dog. And that took 30 seconds. It would work. Let's say my dog did a proper sit and I said, yes. And then I said, break. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm still in the learning phase. I want to be able to reward my dog. And I go to the kitchen and I get a hot dog and I come back or get a morsel of food and I feed the dog. So, you know, there's 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 a, there's a some famous trainers out there that say within one and a half seconds, that's bullshit next
0: next is michelle it says i need a pep talk took my dog into a dog friendly store i had poor timing and he started barking and lunging i corrected and put him into a double down okay Uh, second half of the question is meanwhile i was berated by another customer i explained i was actively working on it to which she said i was ignorant and selfish really screwed with my confidence and haven't tried again since
1: okay so the real question is how to deal with assholes in public like, that's really what you want to know is how to deal with assholes in public. So, number one, you don't converse with them. You don't explain yourself with them at all. So, you are working on it. And it's a dog-friendly store. Hold on one second. Enough. So, it, there's there's a level of expectation that your dog will behave in a dog-friendly store. So, you know, so there's that. But everything's a work in progress, so what I would do is tomorrow, get your fucking ass back to that store and as soon as you walk up to that front door of that dog-friendly store, I want you to put your dog into a very firm sit. Like literally, come to a stop, pop up on that leash because I'm sure your dog knows auto-sit, right? Your dog knows auto-sit. So, so if your dog doesn't auto-sit, boom, pop up. Even if your dog is doing sort of a slit, like a sit, if you're doing a slit, that's pretty damn cool. But if it's doing a sit, pop up anyway. Right off the bat, you're doing that. Walk into the front door. Immediately sit your dog firmly. Now, all right, buddy, you ready? Let's go. And then, let's, and then walk around the store. Okay, walk around the store. Do that. But it takes a really rude person to, unless this person was lunging at the other person. Now, if a dog was lunging at me, I probably would say, what are you doing bringing your dog in here if it's lunging at me? I mean, right? I mean, I've got the right to shop here without being lunged at. So I would need a little bit, but we don't know that from the context. It was just your dog just exploded in the store. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, all I know is this. I look for weaknesses and then I work on them. That's it. Or never go back to the store again and you'll never improve. Your choice. Next.
0: Catherine says pocket American bully on Boss 800 with comfort pads. Yep. Just left. Hold on, one second. And Prong, can I
1: use your fucking font is so goddamn small. You need grandma (laughs) font on there at least.
0: (laughs) I don't know how to change it. And Prong, can I use the e-collar for backup slash safety?
1: You can use the e-collar for your main source of training. Actually, the remote, the the prong collar can be just for directional control. The remote, the remote collar should be your main communication device. Next.
0: Bob says, how to build a relationship with a dog that's skittish slash fearful. I'm already walking, training, feeding the dog, but still fears me. She trusts weaker energies and strangers more than me. Not fearful of strangers, seeks strangers and others preferentially over me.
1: So, have you bathed recently? (laughs) Have you tried that? Bob, try taking a fucking shower once in a while. Okay? Um... What I would do is that soak your feet in a 50-50 peroxide water blend. It kills all the fungus. So this is the thing, Bob. Are you being too firm with her? Are you being too firm? Are you being too firm with your energy? Um, this dog obviously is attracted to softer energy. You can still be soft but firm. All right? Back in the s and world, we used to call that topping from the bottom. All right so I think what you can do you're not supposed to know what that means I don't. good but you better not Cass oh, okay you're from, you're from Canada <laughs> you're supposed to be innocent all right um so I think you know it could be a is it a male thing is it is the dog drawn to females which doesn't mean females are softer because most female trainers that I know are pretty fucking badass present company included um so what I would do is try switching things up for a little bit. Switch things up for a little bit. What's the play look like? What's the play look like? Next.
0: Keaton says, hi, Jeff. Back again with the five-month duchy. Still trying to build confidence. You said it could be fear. How long would a typical fear period last? Weeks? Months?
1: Um, all depends on your skills. I mean, okay. So, fear period in a dog genetically lasts for a certain amount of time. G- Google it. Google it. Because I'm going to get it wrong. Google it. But we have dogs that are fearful for years, but that's not a fear period. That's just a fearful dog. So you might own a fearful dog, which could be genetics. Next.
0: Armani says, once a dog is aroused to a high state and you have missed the timing for bonking or normal correction, what's the best way to get them back into a calmer state?
1: Get out of there. So literally leave the scene with a dog and reset. Next.
0: Britt says, do you prefer fast or slow pace walking?
1: Me, personally, depends what I'm tra- if I'm training or not. So training, I like to do, I like to mix it up a little bit. But if I really want a dog to work hard, I'm going to walk really, really slow. Because it makes that dog think a lot. Next.
0: Scattered Storm says, hi.
1: Hey, how are you, Scattered Storm? Thanks for all the great, awesome contact. Next.
0: Catherine says two year old on lockdown last four and a half months. She's now safe with my other dog, can walk her at a heel past old triggers, has a hard time in place with exterior distractions. Yes. For example the coffee shop. If I ease up on protocols, for example, bed or couch, she reverts to always right away. Do some do some dogs need lockdown for life to be safe?
1: Why do I say life? But and also not lockdown. Let's stop using the word lockdown. Let's just call it massive amounts of structure. So do I need to eat healthy and exercise the rest of my life to stay in shape? Probably, right? So if you make it a lifestyle, it's no big deal. If you make it a lifestyle, it's no big deal. I just don't know how far you're you're going away from like what your lockdown and then what your non-lockdown look like, like what your casualness look like, but you're also giving your dog a mixed message. Next,
0: Tommy says hi, J and J.
1: Hey, t- tonight it's J and C, but J&C. that's because they wrote the they wrote that before before we were before on. I got. Yep.
0: Michelle and, says, and you don't
1: see this top jack. <laughs> I don't. No, it's under it's under five dollars.
0: Oh. Bob. Oh, it's two dollars.
1: Bob, two dollars. I don't know why YouTube does it, but anything oh. under four ninety nine goes to, like, it doesn't show up in your highlights, which okay. sucks because I appreciate it. If you're from Mexico, you score because you can do, like, a 4.99 <laughs> one in Mexico, but it's like, that's, like, a quarter. Next.
0: <laughs> uh, Michelle says, good evening, Jeff, Joala, Melissa.
1: Hey, how are you? And Cassidy. Next. Yeah. I can call you Cassidy.
0: I've never been called that.
1: That's Cassandra. <laughs> You've never been called Cassidy? No, never. Cassandra?
0: Cassandra is yeah, your, but your is your legal Cassandra name,
1: Cassandra. Yeah. Yeah. Next.
0: I love my pitbull says sup y'all hey. sup, all. Good, Michelle says oops. Sorry Cass. Hello Bronwyn says welcome Cass Bob says a new girl question mark did Joelle leave you After you forced her to watch clockwork orange. Haha.
1: <laughs> no, she didn't but but I was surprised for Joelle because Joelle and I are gonna be on the road for 12 days <laughs> Together we're going to Austin and then Hawaii and I'll probably spring it on her in Hawaii because she'll be in Hawaii having a lot of, a really good time. <laughs> and she's going to have to watch Clockwork Orange one night. So, next.
0: Um, I Love My Pipple says, hey, Cass. Catherine says, hey, Cass from Montreal. Bronwyn says, hope you are all having a lovely Monday. Yes. Pity the Puppy says, my Bulldog won't take reward from anyone but me. When my sister trains him, he refuses to do anything. How do you train a dog that won't take treats?
1: Um, you use compulsion. Compulsion being force, force being leash pressure, and that's all like what they call old school dog training. Old school dog training. So a lot of trainers will say, use your treats. And I'm like, then you're going to end up with a dog probably most likely either getting fat and shitting all over the place because yummier treats technically sometimes are higher in fat. Not always, um, but... What, what I what I would do what I would do is um, just teach the dog. You do all, most of the training, and then get your dog to correction level, and then other people can start getting the dog to listen. Next,
0: Kathleen says, "Hey guys, haven't caught a lo- live in a while, but still working hard. Saturday mornings are my favorite day of the week. Pack walks are such great practice for both me and Max."
1: Awesome, and we've got three more pack walks for the month. Did you go on the pack walk this past weekend? Yeah. How was it? It was good. Good. Yeah. Did, you, did anybody film? Was there any filming going on?
0: No. I took a few pictures. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. There
1: was three of you on it? Nobody filmed?
0: <laughs> no, it was just, um...
1: You, Matt, and Kristen.
0: Oh, yeah, Matt was there. Yeah. Oh.
1: So there's three of you on it. Nobody filmed. All right, no problem.
0: My bad, I'll next time. <laughs> it's okay.
1: <laughs> the fuck?
0: Uh... Catherine says, thanks for everything, Jeff.
1: You're welcome, Catherine.
0: Kim says, hey from South MD. What what state is Maryland. it? Maryland. Maryland. Yep. Most of your videos show utilizing e-collar for training and corrections. What does it look like literally to use a prong for corrections, such as breaking commands?
1: So with a prong collar with a correction, there has to be a leash attached to it. And you would say no. You always mark it with no first. And then it's going to be a firm leash pop. So... The way the prong collar works is when it's on the dog, it just sits there. It does nothing and it compresses. It's actually similar to a martingale collar, but it's actually safer than a martingale collar because martingale collars are actually called limited chokes. If you want anybody wants to look up their trademark, I'm sorry, the patent on it, it's actually patented as a limited choke collar. Um, and what it does is it actually constricts the dog's breathing. So a prong collar doesn't do that it's actually hard to restrict the dog's breathing with a prong collar. That, it was actually designed not to restrict the dog's breathing with a prong collar, um, with, with the collar. And what it does, is though, is it gives a universal pinch around the neck, and there is discomfort. and um, And it's supposed and it's supposed to be quick, so it's not. A, everyone's usually good at this part, but they forget to release. So it's not a pull; it's a pop. So you pop the you pop the leash next.
0: Amy says, hey, friends, I love your free content. It rocks my world. My dog is transformed. Life is good.
1: Awesome. So, Amy, that's code word for you've been doing a great job. So we have all this free content out there that's available to 7.4 billion people right now. Some of my content is not available in certain countries because um, uh, I swear and they've banned it. Um like Sweden for some reason doesn't like a lot of my content. It's really weird when I get my reports are like this video can't be shown in like these countries. I'm like, there's no music because sometimes if you use music, mm-hmm. like if it's like, it'll be like you can't use that music in certain countries. Like you'll get a whole list of countries you can't use it in, and then other countries will be like, we'll we'll use it, but we might um, we're going to put an ad on there and they're going to make money. But my 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 Q and As though um, get banned in certain countries and I'm like, why? next
0: uh karen says my amp staff has reactivity to dogs anna uses a prong and an e-collar yep he's gotten better but it's still a challenge is bonker the only logical next step
1: no um timing it could be a timing issue so i don't know your skill set it could be spatial pressure but a bonker is a great tool if you don't want a bonker is look up just look up It's it's a wrapped up cotton towel but look up i've got videos on how to make it how to use it and actually videos on me actually using it showing the timing of it but leash reactivity can be rough for a lot of people because of timing most people are not doing it at the very very beginning of the sequence of leash reactivity so fixing leash reactivity is rehabilitation when you talk about rehabilitation think about drugs and alcohol if somebody almost if you want to get somebody to be sober okay and keep them sober, are you going to to allow them to walk into the bar? No. Are you going to want them to walk towards the bar? No. You don't even want them to walk near the bar or think about walking near the bar or want to walk near the bar. Like that's the end goal. The end goal is I don't want to go to the bar. So, you wanna get them at the very beginning. But once they're in the bar, you're fucked. Next.
0: Uh, Bob says, Jeff, you doing seminars in different countries like Singapore, how do you fill these classes as you're not located in the country? All attendees from YouTube?
1: So how do I fill, um, I'm not in Austin either. So, I mean, I do seminars in Las Vegas. I can get to actually London quicker than Las Vegas. So how do I how am I able to do 28 seminars in Vancouver is even farther away. Alaska is farther away. I'm doing one in Maui, Hawaii. That's farther away. So so how do I how do I how do I do 1000 people a year at seminars? Social media. So the way I do it is through giving out massive amounts of free content with no expectation of anything back ever. And it's really really funny There's a lot of people that criticize me for doing seminars. It's like, who does this fucking guy think he is doing seminars? I've heard that before. And my response to that is, I'm the guy doing seminars. That's the answer. I'm just the guy doing seminars. This is my fifth year doing them. It's a voluntary transaction business. There's going to be 55 people in my Austin seminar. Every one of those people signed up on their own, and they know exactly who I am, and they paid voluntarily anywhere from $375 to $750. Nobody was forced to pay it. They all know what they're getting into. They all, like, there'll be no surprises there other than that I'm nicer in person than I am what appears to be, you know, online because this is a persona I do on my show. But if you pay a strict, if you pay really good attention, you'll actually see the real me through the show. Um, but if instead of people criticizing me, which is fine if they want to, see so you know what smart people would do. Smart people would send me an email and say, Jeff, it's amazing how you do so many seminars. I'd like to be able to hire you as a consultant so you can help me make my seminars better. That's what smart people would do. So, but people love that. It's easier to criticize. Keep criticizing. But my fans don't give a shit. The people that show up don't care. That's the cool part about it. But yeah, social media. Next.
0: Rose Bros says your favorite clinic critic turned student how do i get more clients if i'm doing all the norms you should you suggest
1: So i would i don't think you've done any mentoring with me yet i don't think i've done any private skypes with you so you, the best thing to do is do a private skype not a not a just a quick answer like this but giving out massive amounts of free content is going to always help you documenting your work is always going to help you Waking up every morning, I wake up every morning, usually anywhere from 3 to 4 am. and the first thing on my mind, the first thing on my mind, usually is I got to get to the bathroom really fast. But even even before that sometimes is, what can I do for somebody today? And how many people can I help today? And just have that mindset and then you're going to win. And then also be really nice. Have that mindset. you're going to win. Next.
0: Kim says, my five-month-old GSD will not stay in place. Keeps getting up instantly as I move. How do I correct that with a prong? She won't do it down even when I'm literally standing on the leash.
1: Okay. So step one, teach down. Use a food lure if you have to. So use a food lure. Use any way you can, teach down. So your 10-month-old dog can do it down. There's like 10 ways you can train down. Try them all. Get to do, to do it down. Then get it to do it 100 to 150 times. Then eventually you're going to say no and do a correction for breaking the down. Next.
0: David Smith says, good evening. I'll be nice since Cass doesn't know me. LOL love from Arizona. I watch this show. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> so she knows who Keto Smith is. So you don't have to be nice to her. Next. Next.
0: next. Britt, I did a two-mile walk at night at the park, and it went perfectly. I got my life back. My dog looks up to me, and she sees barking dogs at the gate. Awesome. And just keeps walking. It's a great feeling. Thanks.
1: Awesome. Get a little bit more into this scene. Thank you. Um, who said that? Brit. Brit. Britt, you're killing it. Boom. Next.
0: Kathleen says Double Down is going well. Max doesn't seem to be winning a lot, though. Needs NCS often, maybe reduce duration for a bit? Question mark. Also, since Sharon Springs leash reactivity is gone, even around reactive dogs.
1: Awesome! Super proud of you. Go to correction level, then on NCS, do momentary high. For um, I'm actually putting up a video. I just I just put it up on YouTube. It's unlisted because it's gonna go on my Patreon channel after the show tonight on my Patreon channel. I'm gonna be putting up a one minute and thirty seven second clip from las vegas i think of me doing a double down with a dog um and explaining how i do it and for that's for only my only the folks on my patreon channel are going to be able to see that so if you want to see that you can join my patreon channel
0: next red riding hood and the wolf says how do you stop an eight-month-old dog from eating everything off the ground while in public He's a service dog in training, and I'm constantly pulling things out of his mouth. We use a prong.
1: Okay. So I would switch to a remote collar, and I would make it suck, and you need to fix that or else he'll be washed, as you know. You cannot have a service dog that does that at all. So I would use a remote collar. His head goes down. Make it suck to do that. Also, if the dog's on a proper heel, his head should be not on the ground, so that eliminates that. Um, so if you're walking in motion, that should never be happening. Never be happening. Um If the dog's in a down stay i can see it that 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 happening but also i don't know what your skill set is and i don't know what your your walk looks like and i'm not quite sure when it's happening next
0: kyle says hi guys my 10 month old gsd's recall was really good a few weeks ago yep but had now gone back to him ignoring me i'm trying to correct this again but how do i get him to cut the shit?
1: so put him on a long line and your dog, knows, your dog knows recall, Kyle, because I know that you've been training really hard. Kyle's someone that's literally trained his dog through our YouTube videos okay. from, like, puppy up until now. And now he's at the 10-month stage, which means it's like, fuck you, Kyle. So, so <laughs> what I would do is put him on a long line and tell the dog that he needs to start paying attention to you. And that's going to be with a higher level on the, on the remote collar. Now, I'm giving this advice out to Kyle because his dog knows recall. So what you don't do is with an untrained dog, just correct them high for not coming back. That's not what you do. For a dog like Kyle's dog, who knows recall, but is literally giving him the middle paw, you, you say, really? Guess what? That's not acceptable. Next.
0: Kim says five-month-old GSD after not doing recall while in the same room. And I do a leash correction. She's afraid to come to me in fear of getting corrected. Am I correcting too much?
1: Say that one more time so I get the sequence right.
0: After not doing recall in the same room. Yes. I do a leash correction. Yes. And she's afraid to come to me in fear of getting corrected. Got it. Okay.
1: So, number one, I don't know if your dog's been – how many repetitions you've done training recall. So, you want to train at least 100 if that 200 repetitions of – Recall, we use a reward-based system for that. We use food. Um, we start the dog off on food and clicker. Um, and we have the dog on a leash as well. Um, and if you're if you're using, not using a remote collar, if you're just using a leash and prong, it, that's fine. Um, but has your dog won successfully a couple hundred times? And then if it doesn't come to you and you say no, and then you give a pop, then you're doing it properly. So then after that, if the dog's still afraid, you have to actually like sort of like – Reel your dog into you next.
0: Rose Bros says, How do I fix a dog peeing every time I touch it?
1: So I it's easier to fix a dog that bites you, just to give you a heads up. So every time you touch it, when you have all these fearful, nervous well, number one, stop touching it. Start off with that. I'm being serious. Just stop touching the dog for now. What I would do, I always talk about pushing dogs over threshold all the time. When it comes to nervous, fear, excitement pee, what I do is I actually keep dogs for a couple of weeks under threshold to start getting them. I make everything as neutral as possible. Everything as neutral as possible. And I try to not have them be any of those things. And I want to make training just methodical and unemotional. Yeah. Uh, obviously check for UTI, but it's probably not medical. It's probably mostly behavioral. Also put the dog on an extreme bathroom schedule and limit its food and water. Don't, don't, Starve it or dehydrate it, but monitor it. So limit was maybe the wrong word. Monitor its food and water. Um, Schedule its food and water. Um, uh, And then what you're doing is you're patterning new um, pee uh, uh, concepts. But that's a hard one. And I'm being serious. I can get a dog to stop biting me quicker than I can get a dog than, than stop a dog from nervous or fearful peeing. Next.
0: Pity the puppy says, could I bonk my dog with a throw pillow if the bonker isn't near me?
1: Sure, as long as you say no first. Next.
0: Levi says, thoughts on using an RC car as a toy for the dogs?
1: If you want an OCD dog, OCD dog go right ahead. Next.
0: Brit says, is it fine if my shepherd is a step in front and there's no pulling? You really have taught me so much. Definitely helped a disabled person.
1: So, kudos. Awesome. Thank you. If it's okay with you. If it's okay with you, and if the dog's not leash reactive, next. Levi's, or sorry, or a resource gardener. next.
0: Levi says also our ten month old dog is scared of loud sounds and quick movements, so we've been forcing her into situations where she's meant to deal with them, and we're not seeing a lot of progress. Thoughts? Okay,
1: I don't know your I don't know your skill set. I've seen people do it very incorrectly, so I don't know what you're doing. Um, also. What we're doing is when we do counter conditioning like that, we're using food and clicker, but we're what we're being really careful on what we reward on and but I have no idea what your skill set is. And I don't know if you're moving too quick. So I don't know what's wrong. Next.
0: Sophia, is it appropriate to bonk a client's dog during the first meeting? Dog humps people, but only the first time he meets them. I want to correct him if I have the chance, but I don't want to scare my client.
1: Okay. So your client should know what you're going to do prior to going there. So, you know, it's not acceptable that a dog humps a human being. Um, I mean, in Germany, you can make a lot of money off those videos, but, but it, normally it's not acceptable. Um, so, but if the client knows what you're going to do, well, then you do it. I mean, to me... That's why they hired you. So I would talk to the client about it. So what I would do is if you know that's a situation, tell the client what you're going to do, ask them if it's okay, and then do it. But if it's not okay, well then ask the client what would you what is okay. I mean I, I wouldn't because I we do whatever we want to because that's why they hired us. But if you like I only work with clients that know what I'm going to do next.
0: Catherine, could I use the e-collar as the second attachment to the leash with a prong in case the prong fails?
1: Um, Please don't. Don't. Use a, just get a tiny slip lead if you have to. Next.
0: Bob says, Jeff, I'll mail you my t-shirt and shoes. LOL. Jeff, no, I'm not too firm. She's dog aggressive and I haven't even bonked her yet.
1: So, she's dog aggressive. This is the dog that's really nervous. Yeah. It's a nervous dog, but it's drawn towards so this is what it is. your dog has you're, you're seeing the true colors of your dog of this dog of the client's dog that's what it is. So it's drawn to softer people because it could bully them right But when it meets somebody that's firm and okay so you're not you're not firm as in like punishment firm but your presence is firm. And and you don't put up with any bullshit, most likely. So now the dog is like, "Oh fuck, I can't get away with all my normal manipulative shit," and I don't know what to do. So you're probably, you're most likely, most likely. I mean, I have worked with a lot of dogs like this. Is your the dog is revealing its true colors, which is what you're what you're seeing, what you're seeing next.
0: Uh, it's Bob again. He says no. She likes males and females equally.
1: So. Okay, so find another male colleague and have them work the dog and see what they get. See what kind of feedback they give you next. Or, I'm sorry, videotape yourself working the dog and show it to a colleague and ask them what they think. Next.
0: Jeremy says, do you have any type of beginner bite work training over your Skype sessions?
1: No, I don't know anything about bite work. Next.
0: And if not, do you have any suggestions of who I'm in Central Florida?
1: I would go, oh, God, there's a ton of bike trainers down in Florida because there's a ton of bite dogs in Florida because there's a ton of drug problems in Florida. So, yeah, you, it's unlimited. It's unlimited down in Florida who you can call. I don't know. Just Google it next.
0: Bronwyn says, I can tell you right now, Jeff, us Canadians are not all innocent.
1: Is that Canadian Brownwin?
0: I guess it just says Bronwyn.
1: That's the next. That's the next intern. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, Broadwin. Can't wait till you get here next.
0: <laughs> David says, "UK calling. Pl- please call in Newcastle. Thanks. Love the show and your methods."
1: Thanks. So um, I'll be in um, Manchester most likely. So next. Mid. By, oh, sorry, sorry. Um, the fifty It looks like the 15th and the 16th of August, 2020. Next.
0: Mitch D says, "Excited to finally catch a live show. Been a follower for years, but have always been too shy to say hello. Thank you for all you do. It has changed my life and helped me help uh, people."
1: Thanks. Why? Why would you be too shy? It's online. I can't see you at all. I can't. Even, I don't even look at the screen. So, but thank you though. But thank you. I'm. I think I'm pretty approachable. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Dude,
0: I didn't say anything.
1: Yes, you did with your eyes. <laughs> She's like, Jeff, I can't wait to run away from you right now.
0: (laughs) Uh, Next. uh, Michael says, sup, guys. I love your videos. My dog is not food-driven. I've changed food five times. Can you give me some advice?
1: So your dog's not food-driven. Okay, don't feed your dog out of a bowl. Only use food for training. Only use food for training. And you'd be surprised how food-driven your dog might be. Now, even with that advice, have you worked with any of the dogs that – um? Who's that dog that went home um, that didn't take food at all? Like mochi, it was mochi for like eight I wasn't weeks. Here for that you, day. Yeah, so we had a dog. I mean, are you working with any dogs right now that are just like not really food motivated?
0: There are a few that aren't like super food motivated, right?
1: And there's some that won't take food from your hand, probably. Right, you have to put it on the ground. Or there's some that are, not
0: right now, but most of them will take like a piece or two. But, but there, you're
1: not getting any. And then you've got some that are like food, like they will like, they'll they'll go crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, some of it's some of it's genetic. So, like, I've worked with dogs that literally just didn't care about food. They're with us for six weeks and they would just never take food from you. And we've had dogs that literally won't take eat food out of a bowl, like while they're here. Sometimes, so it's like, holy shit, you're sort of fucked. It's like you better. You better not, I mean, we've got like weight gainers sometimes we have to give some of these dogs because if they, if they don't eat really well, so we don't withhold food from them. Sometimes they're just picky eaters and the owners will go, yeah, my dog, whenever it's not at home, it doesn't eat much food. So on some of your dogs, most of the dogs that come in here, they can, they can lose a little bit of weight to a lot of weight, but you still, they still need to eat though. They still need to eat like, they still need nutrition. Next.
0: Megan says, hi, new to your channel and love it so far. Just started my five-year-old pit on a prong for his terrible, terrible pulling. Still struggling with him pulling in high stimulation settings and objecting by stopping.
1: So the objecting by stopping is easy. Keep moving. Who's running the show there? Who's training who? Just keep moving. Literally just pop, pop or remote or motivation. Um, As far as the leash, what was the first part? Leash reactivity?
0: He's, he pulls. Oh, he pulls? Yeah, in high distraction environments. So
1: he pulls in high distraction areas. Your, your timing on your pops, your timing on your information is probably wrong. or in, Wrong. It's just not – that was the wrong word to use. Wrong. Your timing is off. Your timing is off. Next.
0: JR says, hello, Jeff. I walk my lab on a 30-foot long leash. I let him run around and sniffs the plants and grass. Is that – is it bad to do that instead of let him walk beside me?
1: No, you could do whatever you want to. You could do whatever you want to. I mean, it's it's. I mean, i i like I like to think it's if it, if he's sniffing plants and grass. I guess it's is he off leash? I mean, is it off leash? I mean, is it is he is he in an, in an, in a urban area? Is he in a country area? I mean, if, if you or is, are you, are you the owner that's walking down the street and you're walking on the sidewalk and your dog is like literally on everybody's lawn, well, that's that's rude actually. Um, but like, it's not bad. It's your choice. Like, that's your choice. Um, what what do you do when another dog approaches you? Do you reel your dog in? Well, now you're giving your dog a mixed message. But I mean, it's not bad. So next.
0: Asia says, hi, I've been following you for a while and took your advice to train each of my four dogs individually. The process is slower, but producing genuine results. Yes. Thanks.
1: Awesome. Yes. And then pretty soon you start adding them in the mix. Like one dog that's doing place or down really well, like, hey dog, you do place and down while I work this other dog. And then pretty soon you'll have three dogs holding like a down while you work another dog actively. Can have a lot of fun with it. Next.
0: Brips says, what do you do if the prong collar is in between sizes for my dog? I take one out and it's too tight. I add one and it's too loose.
1: Yeah, historically, I'm going to go for loose. Next.
0: Uh, Tracy says, between watching videos, great wa- great ideas. We adopted our first rescue, Border, collier- border Collie, Treeing Walker Coonhound. He gets so wound up and is very hard to calm down. Prong collar is helpful for healing. And then No
1: surprise. I mean, you do know what you... You you do know what you adopted, right? (laughs) Right? So. Uh, Go ahead. Sorry.
0: Uh, She continued and said, should I get a remote collar? Will it help me? I am handicapped and with poor muscle control. Oh,
1: then definitely get a remote collar. So if you've got dexterity issues, absolutely get a remote collar. It'll be your best friend. Next. Uh,
0: Asia says, I wanted to know if you found certain... Fabrics agitate dogs when they're in the kennel. I switch from fleece to wool and I find like, and I like its durability, but think it might be too coarse on my dogs.
1: Like is a blanket. I never looked too deep into that. You you seem to... to me, I buy what's on sale and I put it on the ground. <laughs> That's it. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh, job lot fleece blankets. Actually I use most of our blankets are our fleece. Yeah. Yeah. They're fleece because job lot sells these blankets Job lot, Ocean State job lot for all the people in New England, they sell a 50, right now they're having a good sale on them. It's a 50 inch by 60 inch fleece blanket and they, they're they rolled up and they're five bucks. So I usually, every time I go in there, I buy a dozen of them and I just bring them here and I give them to the, throw them in the washing, washer, washing machine room and they get washed and they get put into rotation. Next.
0: Scattered Storm says, sorry, I'm talkative, got in trouble in homeschooling for being quiet engaging is a habit now what exactly is the shrapnel effect of a god
1: of active god
0: active oh yeah sorry well
1: Mm -hmm. first of all scattered storm your artwork is stunning your artwork is awesome and your prices are not too expensive so whoever says that has no idea about art if anything your prices are too cheap i would raise your prices but it's pretty amazing fucking stuff so kudos and proud of you the shrapnel effect of a – do you remember the story at the seminar about me taking away my 14 year old cell phone? Then when I finally gave it back to her after 24 hours, she not only stopped the unwanted behavior of being disrespectful to her mom, but she like started doing like chores better. She helped out with Angelo better. She um, had more family dinners and was more enthusiastic about stuff. Um, so all of a sudden, a dog starts believing you. They're like – Wow, no really does mean no, huh? Like, yeah, sorta of does. Next.
0: Scattered Storm says, waiting for an opportunity when everyone is gone. I got a lot of shit from my siblings for meal prep and even thawing meals, so act of God will be worse. Unfortunately, I can't block my siblings.
1: Why not? Do you, you know about social media? Sure you can. You can ban and delete anybody. Like, siblings don't get a free pass. Eventually, your folks won't get a free pass either, right? Right now, so you move out of the house, maybe you have to sort of like humor them. But you know, everybody behavior warrants who interacts with you. So just remember that, Gretchen, that behavior, a person's behavior and character, and truth is what is going to allow them to either be in your life or not in your life. And that's going to be on them. So if their behavior is not acceptable to you, well, then they can't be in your life. Um, And that includes siblings. Now, if you're talking about like your five-year-old brother, I mean, it's like, well, he's going to be a dick for a while next
0: Pity the puppy says, on your last podcast, I asked for advice on my dog not responding well to corrections when pulling, and you recommended to watch your special spatial pressure video. Yes. Does this mean I should walk into my dog when he pulls past the correction?
1: No. No. It means you're going to switch your normal correction for that spatial pressure technique. You're going to do that instead. So in other words, as soon as you start seeing that dog alert, boom, go right into the dog. Go re- so you're replacing it you're replacing it got it next
0: scattered storm says i've tried a few times with some of them
1: cool try harder <laughs> <laughs> next sorry okay <laughs> Jeez, you're just like joelle
0: well i'm just waiting for next cast you- <laughs> is doing
1: cast is doing kudos to cast for her very first show isn't she doing great Thanks. You're doing great. (laughs)
0: Thank you.
1: You're really nervous.
0: I'm sweating a lot. I know, I can tell. (laughs) I can Uh, tell. Levi says, have you found a Toronto GTA location yet or still looking and waiting to confirm?
1: Still looking and waiting to confirm, and and I'm hoping you'll find one. I'm trying. Are you? Yeah. So what's the name of your company?
0: Toronto's Finest Canines.
1: Toronto's Finest Canines. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're based in Toronto. Toronto, yeah. Yeah. And yep. That, that's your Instagram handle as well?
0: Yeah. Or so, Dog Trainer Cass.
1: So Dog Trainer Cass or Toronto's Finest Canines. Yeah. That's your website.
0: Yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah. So torontosfinest.ca. Dot com. Really? Yeah. You better buy, you better buy .ca tonight. You <laughs>
0: should,
1: eh? Yeah. Oh, like, man. Like tonight, as soon as you're off the phone.
0: Yeah?
1: Yeah. Okay. Unless cool. somebody already bought it. Smart. Somebody smart will buy it. I should get on that. Yeah, then. you should get on that.
0: Oh Jesus. Yes. <laughs> oh man.
1: Yes. And you should buy all your competitors .coms and .cAs and misspellings.
0: I have one really good Instagram handle. Yes. I'm waiting for an offer on. <laughs>
1: so, what you should do is you buy your you buy your your competitors misspell common misspellings and then you just okay. and then you just point them to your website. So when people put in their name and they misspell it, it goes to your website. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's really smart. Yeah.
1: I own like 50, 60 websites. Yeah. So it's, it's worth it. Yeah.
0: That's super
1: yeah. Smart. People always do that. They'll always misspell they'll always misspell like popular popular, you know, like K nine could can be the letter K number nine, but also spell out K nine, things like that. Which yeah. is not a misspelling, it's just a variation yeah. of it. Yeah. Next.
0: All right. Bronwyn says, Hey Jeff and Cask. Getting pretty excited to start with you in January. Going to try and make it there in time for your seminar, December twenty
1: eighth. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, please do. You get to go for free. <laughs> you get to take pictures. We'll put you. <laughs> we'll put you to work. When are you leaving?
0: Um, like last day of December, I guess.
1: <laughs> oh, so you have to share room. You have to share room, or you have to sleep on the couch. But you have to talk. You'll you have to talk that over with Cass. <laughs>
0: um. Next. Next. Senna says, my husband is incredible with training our dogs, but he feels that affection is too much. I'm a loving person, so petting and snuggling my dogs is what I love. Is this okay or should I cut back?
1: So I'm a really loving person too, even though it might be hard to tell, but I actually really am. I mean, I'm a very emotional person. Um, I'm a very giving person. I'm a very loving person, but unfortunately, if you're trying to stop unwanted behaviors, that's not going to, affection won't fix them. Never has, never will. If you're trying to get your dog over fear, never has, never will. Um, if your dog is, your dog actually, you actually can be making some of these behaviors worse through loving and a, be, and being affectionate. And you're being loving and being affectionate, don't take this the wrong way, but for selfish reasons. To make yourself happy because you enjoy it. Because you enjoy it. I'm not saying your dog doesn't enjoy it, but you're doing it because you enjoy it. And there's, and I do things that I enjoy too. So there's nothing wrong with that concept. But just because I enjoy it, if it's making my dog's behavior worse, I've got to say, hold on here. Let me get my priorities straight. Next.
0: Levi says, I want to try flooding with guidance with the 10-month-old. We have a plastic pool filled with empty bottles, and we go into dog-friendly stores. What else can we do?
1: Oh, what else? I don't know what your dog is nervous about if it's nervous or fear or uncertainty find things that your dog struggles with and work them through it so there's a great video that Cass was in um on day one where she takes a great pyrenees up a flight of steps and that's on our um, i don't know if it's on our youtube channel yet but it's definitely on our instagram channel and it's on our facebook channel was that one week ago or two it it was last week it was last week and and she pretty much The dog is resisting going up the steps and she's like, no, you're going to go up the steps. And she just like starts pulling the dog up the steps. And I wouldn't, I'd call that maybe like a microsecond of flooding, but a lot of people would have stopped right then and there and you just go next.
0: Blessing says, hi, Jeff, I'm getting a pity mix as, and as you know, Dakota can be nervous around dogs. How would you recommend I introduce the two?
1: So start with migrating, meaning go for a walk. And then a lot of it is mindset. Don't have the mindset that you want them to be best friends. Have the mindset that you don't want them to kill each other. Like that's that's a. It's really important when you get a second dog. You're like, oh, I want them to be best friends. It's like, how about if they don't like you? It's like college roommates. It's like it doesn't quite work that way. So, you know, you just don't want to hate the person, um, which would be your own personal issue. So then maybe that's not the best example because you shouldn't hate anybody. Um, so I think you want to just migrate and then get them to exist together and then see what happens from there and crate them up separately and have a good routine. Next.
0: Blessing says the pity is at the training facility and I bring my personal dog there. They are pretty chill around each other, but Dakota isn't ready for play. I am going to continue to socialize them at the facility, but what do I do when I bring her home?
1: So I would scale it back. Remember that that's, um, that's a controlled environment, and it's a certain environment, and that environment might not transfer. Also, there's other people there. I imagine a trainer, and they're probably not going to be at your house either, or maybe they are um, if you're sleeping with your trainer. So, you know, who knows? So, But dogs are contextual sometimes, and they're like, yeah, I behave here, but I don't behave here. Um, and sometimes... It is contextual. Sometimes it's like I just behave everywhere in, in all these situations. So it's, sometimes it's just a crapshoot. Next.
0: Jenna says, hey, Jeff, your seminar helped me meet so many new friends, including that cool dude sitting right beside you. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Say that one more time.
0: Uh, hi, Jeff, your seminar. Yeah, because there's no dude next to me. Uh, There you go. All right. Next. Uh, Miss Video Time says, how do I make my chihuahua stop peeing in my carpet?
1: When's the dog doing this? Are you home or are you not home? If you're not home, you crate the dog. If you are home, where's the dog and where are you and why aren't you watching your dog? Is your dog free roaming? Don't let the dog free roam. So start with that. Next.
0: Uh, Rescues and Focused Dog Training says, hi.
1: Hey, how are you?
0: Gabriel says, "Where's Joelle? Love you guys."
1: Joelle is doing stuff. She le- she had a day a day long trip that she had to go on today, and she didn't think she was going to be back. She is back, but um, she still has a lot of stuff to catch up on. And because she's leaving on Thursday for 12 days for a seminar trip, so Cass is filling in tonight, and Cass will probably be filling in Wednesday night next.
0: Rescues and focus Dog Training says, Spent all morning at Panera Bread sitting outside doing work. My pup did a fantastic job not being reactive. Awesome. Had all the tools on. Didn't have to use them. I cried inside.
1: Awesome. And feel free to cry on the outside, too, because showing your emotions is, is, is real. Next.
0: Red Riding Hood and the Wolf says he eats things off the floor when he's in a down stay.
1: Got it. Okay, so Remote Collar can fix that. Next.
0: Aya Girl says... Just had someone tell me how bad prong collars are. I'm sorry, but my kids can now walk my dog without being dragged.
1: Yeah. So everyone's got an opinion and an asshole. Um, So, you know, that's fine. They don't have to use them. So if they feel that prong collars are bad, they don't have to use them. And that's fine. And I'd like to see their kids walk their dogs. And maybe they can. Well, that's cool but I like to see their kids walk 100 people's dogs. So, everybody has an opinion about a lot of stuff. So, why is it that prong collars are bad when it's actually the safest collar out there? Like, would people see that about a flat buckle collar or a martingale? Or why is it that for some weird reason when a dog is pulling its owner? Like, today I saw... Where was I? I was walking. I was driving. I was driving. Oh, I was driving to, um, to pick up... Uh, My daughter from school, Linda's away for a couple of days, so I had to go to downtown Providence for 3 o'clock to pick up one of my daughters from school. And um, it's her first year of school. She's been a homeschool kid up until this year. And this woman was being dragged by about a 25-pound dog, and it it was choking. It was choking itself. And nobody probably would say anything, ever, other than who's walking who. They'd like make a joke about it. But they wouldn't ever call her mean or abusive. But for some reason when a dog's walking politely next to you but has a prong collar on you're mean and abusive it's really interesting like are people really thinking before they open their mouth like are you seeing what i'm seeing i'm seeing a dog walk politely i'm seeing a dog pulling its owner i'm seeing a dog that's pulling its owner choking i'm seeing a dog walking politely and an owner with its face smiling like are people not seeing the same thing so It's always, it's always, it's always interesting. It's always interesting. Next.
0: Uh, Diane says, started bonking my Roddy. Thought things were getting better until I attempted a walk at a heavily populated dog trail. It was awful. Yep. I just signed up for your Rhode Island seminar. I just want to walk my dog.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll put you through the gauntlet of hell and you'll do okay. Next. But do me a favor. Hold on. What's her name? Diane. So Diane, do me a favor. Stay off of heavily populated dog trails stay off of them it's too much for your dog it's too much
0: next jr says hi jeff what remote collar brand do you suggest
1: so you won't even know you won't even know the reference on this like jr who killed you like you won't know you won't get that you won't get that joke will you does anybody get that joke on my show jr who killed you so anyway um Mini educators by um, e-cowler technologies. Next.
0: Kyle says, thanks, guys. He's had a real bad fear phase for the last few weeks. He's only just coming out of it now. I kept him on lead and he was and was very vigilant to try avoid bad experiences. Thankfully, his confidence is almost back.
1: Good. But hold on here. Weren't you supposed to play with your dog for three days, Kyle? Let's say Monday. Remember that, Kyle, on Friday show or Saturday show? We said for you to take a break. Did you take a break, buddy? Did you take a break? Next.
0: Bill says, hi, Jeff and Cass. Just here to enjoy some epic free content.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Bill. Glad to have you on board.
0: Steve says, what do you do for a dog that's whining when you go outside? He whines. When he was in the car, he whines. Okay. I'm sorry. I love your, I
1: love your <laughs> sentence structure this is really great. Can you do me a favor? Can you teach Eng- Angelo reading tomorrow? Oh,
0: man. So He'll be like, Cass.
1: You sounded like Dr. Seuss there for a second. So so this is the thing. He'll school me. So this is the thing. I know. He educates everybody. <laughs> Did you see his thing today about pollination?
0: No, I didn't. Yeah,
1: pollinating the earth. Bees pollinate 30% of the earth. Per, yeah. Um, so this is what I like about Angelo's fans. By the way, if you don't know who Angelo is, Angelo is my seven-year-old son who I homeschool. And, um, he has his own Instagram channel, Angelo Gelman. If you guys want to join Angelo's Instagram channel, go to Angelo Gelman. But it's so funny that he's like, but, you know, did you know that, I think maybe some of you want to know this, but bees pollinate 30% of the earth. And I'm like, who pollinates the other 70%? He goes, I actually don't know. And his fans are actually writing in, like, telling him, what other creatures pollinate the earth and I read and, I, re, and I, I read him everything yeah. like so for all the for all you folks that are like writing into Angelo on the direct messages I read them all to him just so you know um so thank you so much but he's like he, he I'll wake up in the morning sometimes he'll have 20 messages
0: <laughs> popular kid <laughs> yeah
1: he'll have like 20 messages I'm like Jesus Christ Angelo wait <laughs> like, I'm trying to keep up I'm trying to keep up with all his messages mm next
0: uh Joe. How
1: do you did i start? answer the question by the way <laughs> i
0: don't know i don't remember what it was uh, he, something about the car when, whining when you oh whining outside. whining yeah, 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 i did i did yeah. not, i
1: did not answer the question so a uh, remote collar for in in the car i want that dog to be in a down and to shut up remote collar is going to be your got your friend on that one next
0: hosway is that how you say it? yes Jeff and friend dropping in to say hi. I saw that you had a late December seminar. I wish I could make it. I would never make it driving to you from Los Angeles, but we'll make it to Portland, Oregon.
1: Portland is going to be good, but also Las Vegas, and um, also you can go to um, San Francisco, Petaluma. Also, canine crafts and music did a two dollar super chat, and it's not going to show up. And they put Dallas, which is the which is the show that it's from. Okay. Who killed Jr.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. JR is a character. Next. I never watched. <laughs> it did I. I
1: never watched the show either.
0: Uh, Levi says, what is your feeding schedule like, and do you ever fast your dogs?
1: Yes, I fast my dogs once a week, and I feed my dogs um, <coughs> every every day once. Next. And they eat two pounds of – I just feed them two pounds of raw a day. Next.
0: Emily says, me from earlier, my pup is nine months and will not allow anyone to approach him.
1: Okay, so that's not nonsense. That's a behavioral issue. Next.
0: Bronwyn says, that's not me, I'm being framed. Which one? Oh, this one says Bronwyn D, and then there's the next Bronwyn right after. So we have two Bronwyns,
1: <laughs> they're both from Canada. Are they? Yes. And they're both into the fetish scene, so <laughs> next.
0: The second Bronwyn says, haha, two Canadian Bronwyns, does make it very confusing. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Julio says my beagle growls at people walking by when he eats frozen food in a Kong. How do you teach him to stop growling?
1: So that's an interesting one. So when it comes to growling, the only time I would accept that is if a dog walked up to your dog and growl and your and your beagle growled, I would say that's acceptable. But humans walking by, remote collar, no. Correct. Bonk. No. Correct. Any form of applying a punisher, whatever your choice is, you do it at the moment. You say no, and then you apply your punisher next.
0: Elaine says, Hello, my 10-week-old puppy is super stubborn. He won't move when I put the leash on him. He'll walk backwards and resist if I try to move him by planting his feet and putting his head down.
1: Elaine, it's a 10-week-old puppy. It's 10 weeks old. So what I want you to do is this. How much daily kibble, if you're feeding kibble, does the dog eat? Take that kibble and put it in a little bag, a little treat pouch or a little bag. And then put that bag so the dog can't see it like behind your back or, or just take the, the amount of food and stick it in your pockets. Like if you have a hoodie with like front pockets. And then every day I want you to feed that dog through training. <coughs> so you're going to do sit down, place, and tons of recall. It's all going to be fun. And then have the dog drag a long a leash around the house, too. Don't worry about the walk right now. Next.
0: Chris says, new home, nine-year-old male and seven-year-old female. He is marking my new house. She is still using the carpet to poop on. Yep. No yard at the new house, taking them out, out on walks. Yep. Have started taking out to only pee and poop.
1: Yep, you're gonna crate them. It's very common when dogs move to new houses that they shit and piss all over it. So, crates are great. Next.
0: Sid says, hi Jeff, GSD, good obedience, but will not run down, drive to meet people, but will run down the driveway to meet people if he sees a car and I don't put her in a down and use e-collar correction. This is my stumbling block, set up an act of God.
1: So may, yeah, maybe not an act of God, but I would because your dog could die. So yes, set it up next.
0: Jeweled says, "Hi Jeff, husband and I went to Sharon Springs with our big pushy puppy Coda. Husband thinks you gave him permission to bonk the dog repeatedly five times. Isn't this more abusive?"
1: I don't think I ever gave him permission to bonk the dog five times. Who? Which? Who's this? Uh,
0: jeweled to you.
1: I don't think I. Per, I don't think I gave anybody permission to bonk a dog five times. Maybe I told him to bonk you five times, but and that ain't the bonking with a towel. Maybe will put a towel down, though, because it might get messy. But I, I don't think I did that next. And first of all, what's what's the dog doing? Because it only should be one time. Next.
0: Poltritude says, Hi, Jeff. Adopted a four-year-old dachshund mixed on the bigger side uh, who gets anxious around people because he was encouraged to guard before. He barks and aggresses. I don't want to lock him away. Use it to train him in our home.
1: Yeah, so you don't you don't have to lock him away at all. So you just have to apply a punisher to that behavior. So no, and then bonk. No, and then leash pop. No, and then remote collar stim. That's all. And for all the folks out there that'll say, you know, what's really funny is, I talked to a, a a couple today. No, no, that was a different conversation. I just Skype with a couple, but this is a different conversation. I talked to an, a, someone someone's gonna be setting up for a boarding train. They've been trying for months and months and months of getting no results, you know, and, and, you know, once we were talking about what they've been doing and I'm like, don't tell me who trained you because I don't want to know. I just want to know what the philosophy is. And they're like, yep. And then we presented food. I'm like, stop. Okay. I know enough about the trainer. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's like, so your dog is being leash reactive and you showed up with food. So that's the training philosophy is you're trying to redirect with food. But it's like, no, step one is stop the leach reactivity. Food won't do it. So bad behavior plus reward equals more bad behavior. It's a math equation. Bad behavior plus food equals more bad behavior. So, People will say if you correct a dog that's barking at another human, it'll create a um, negative association with the human. Let's turn that into a math equation. Stranger shows up plus dog equals barking. Stranger shows up plus dog equals barking. It already exists. The equation's already there. The dog already has a negative association towards the human. So, now let's come up with a new equation. Dog barking at human plus punisher equals quiet dog. So, people aren't like paying attention to the narrative. Like, my dog acts like a fool in a crate. So, give it a leash. I mean, give it a remote collar correction. No, it'll have a negative association in the crate. No, you just told me that your dog already has a negative association in the crate. I'm not creating it. I'm stopping it. Like, your dog already has these pre-existing conditions. So, it's like, no, we're fixing these next.
0: Megan says, thank you so much for what you do. I'll be making an effort to come to more of these live videos.
1: Yeah. You have to roll over... And turn on your fucking YouTube channel. I'm just busted your balls. If you missed them, Megan, don't forget I've got them on replay. Okay, I've got them on replay. All of these are archived on YouTube. So feel free to just jump in at any time, but it's always great to have you here live. Thanks.
0: Erica says, my 11-year-old Jack Russell barks at the door when people walk past trucks, etc. Yep. I've bonked him multiple times and he stops but just starts right up again in a few seconds. Is this something you correct high with on an e collar
1: You could, but I got a feeling your bonking needs a little bit of work. Or the scientific term would be your bonking sucks. So, so I would say make sure you're saying no and then you bonk. And how hard should you bonk? Really hard. Number one, it's a Jack Russell. They don't give a shit about much, especially when they're in drive. They really don't. Just remember what Jack Russells do in drive. Kill things. They, they'll go toe-to-toe with an animal, like a rodent, bigger than them, and have no problem killing it. Just, just always picture that in your mind. Think about a Jack Russell going after, like, a fox or a raccoon. And grabbing it by the neck and shaking it till it's dead. Think about that. Or a Jack Russell going up to an animal and biting it on the nose. Like, just think about that. And a rat, two shakes and you're gone. Neck is broken. So, no, bonk, really, really hard. Next.
0: Mary says, thank you, Jeff. Your content is so helpful. I'm in Rhode Island and hoping to come to the December seminar. No major issues with my seven-month-old except bratty, mouthy, jumpy shit. So I'm sure it will be helpful.
1: So, but by the time the seminar rolls around, it'll be an eight-and-a-half to nine-month-old, and (laughs) you'll have a shitload more problems. So um, sign up. It's going to be a fun one. Next.
0: Levi says, on and off leash walk in the woods, one dog approaches. I put both of mine in a down and walked up to the other dog and kept it away until its owner caught up to it. Good idea. Is this a good approach or is there something else to do?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the best approach because, I mean, you know, if the dog was acting like pushy, snotty, aggressive, you'd have to do whatever you could to get it away from you, but that sounds like a good... Put it this way, it worked, so yes, it's a good approach. Correct, Levi? Next.
0: He says again, mine didn't break the down, but one turned its head. Is that correction worthy?
1: No. Stop being type A. Next.
0: Kim says, when doing leash corrections at a five-month-old GSD, it doesn't phase her. It's a box store prong, but it's fitted properly. My leash corrections aren't hard and I don't understand why she doesn't... My leash corrections are hard and I don't understand why she doesn't react.
1: Because you're probably not hard enough and your dog doesn't give a shit. Or your do- or your timing is late. Next.
0: Bob says, that's awesome you launder the fleece blankets before putting them out for dogs. A guy never knows what nasty chemicals for anti-mold, etc. might have been used.
1: Oh yeah, of course. You know what's really gross is people buy underwear and don't wash it before they wear it. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Could you imagine that? know. I know. Or buying a bathing suit, which is even worse. Yeah. Well, people try bathing suits on. C- aren't
0: you not supposed to? No,
1: you're not supposed to. <laughs> I mean, that's why they make these little liners. Yeah. Yeah. Back when I, you know, it was, it, 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 it was, it's disgusting <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah. It's like, like you realize that some dude's hairy, gross, oh. fecal mattered ass oh. w- was. Wearing those, possibly, and you didn't fucking launder them. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's so gross. It's so gross. It's like, wash these and wash them in hot. I normally wash all my stuff in cold, Mm -hmm. but it's like, you're washing it on (laughs) your pants in hot.
0: (laughs) Next. Oh, my God. Skur says, hello, I've just got a new German Shepherd, and he has the disease called Ligma. How do you cure it?
1: This is a dog training show, man. I don't know. Um, I have no idea. I would ask your vet or Google it next.
0: Tracy says, Jeff, both trainers I've been to has said the same thing. Honestly, I don't know what I was getting. I didn't know what I was getting, LOL.
1: You were talking about that coon hound border collie? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But that doesn't mean you can't get ahead of the game. So I was – but I'm just busting your balls. You know, that was me being like snarky with you um you can you can definitely get ahead of the game on this next
0: kim says also bonking doesn't keep her keep her from repeating behavior and i bonk hard i like to throw i like throw my shoulder out hard so
1: switch to a remote collar and make your life easier next
0: Britt says took my reactive dog to pennsylvania to see a close friend he met their dog and was good went to sniff the dog but then out of nowhere was growling and being a jerk five minutes later they were best friends I wonder why he does this. Is it a dominance thing? Because he does it with any dog he meets. He's not reactive until in their face.
1: Nope. It's called being a dog. That's what they do. So, your dog is, it sounds like your dog doesn't like being sniffed. Is that when the growling happened?
0: Um... Went to sniff the dog, but then out of nowhere. So I guess the dog was, he was sniffing the other dog. Right. So
1: it's not out of nowhere. Like the dog did something and then something happened. So it wasn't out of nowhere. It's like, it's like, what's this person's name?
0: Brit. Britain.
1: So Britt, uh, Brit sounds like a female name, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Brit. so I walk up to you and I say, hey, how are you? And we start talking for a while. And then I grab your boob. And then you kick me in the balls. And I'm like, holy shit. Brit kicked me in the balls for no reason. It's like, no, you grabbed your boobs. Like, no, 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 I was talking to her for a while. It's like, no, things were fine then. It's when you grabbed your boobs, she kicked you in the balls. So there's not from nowhere. Like, just connect the dots. Connect the dots a little bit. Next.
0: Mary says Walmart has those blankets on sale right now for 250. Get
1: out of here! Holy shit! Are you serious? <laughs> I'm going. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm seriously going. Next.
0: Steve says you guys rock. Thanks. Uh, Bob says Cass is doing great.
1: She on is. Your- she is doing really great.
0: Thank you. Um, says on your site there's a mal pic. Is that a pic or just your stock photo? If yours. We don't have to- stock photos. I think he's talking about my website.
1: Oh your Oh your photo. You better not have stock photos Um, on your fucking site. I'll kick your ass. I
0: don't.
1: Rule number one don't have stock. Don't, guys, for all my, for all my, for for any business owner, for any business owner out there that has a website, don't fucking use stock photos. Don't. Use your own fucking shit. Do you have stock photos on your fucking website? (laughs) No. None.
0: I don't think so. I don't think a single one. All right. I'm pretty sure. It's a, a picture of a dog I was fostering. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah.
1: Can I ever tell you the story? I, probably, I, don't, I haven't told you the story. I haven't talked to you that much. Um, so I'm at, a, I'm at a dog training convention, and I'm sitting down at a table. It's a table of 10 for dinner <coughs> with the attendees. And I'm sitting next to a woman, and she's showing me her website. And she shows me her phone. And she pulls up her website, and on the front page, her fucking main picture is Max and Uma. (laughs) My dogs. I'm like, those are my dogs. Like, literally, like, there was a picture of my dogs. That was her main picture. Is that not wild? That is so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So... So, I obviously, I said, you might want to take those down because those are my dogs. That's my photo. So, (coughs) it's really weird. Use your own stuff. Use your own stuff. Next.
0: Scattered Storm says, you looked at my prices. I know I'm cheap. It's complicated. Too complicated for podcast comments. The one I've blocked a few times has somehow managed to shove his number back into my contacts several times. I got in trouble for blocking him once. Shouldn't have moved out three years ago.
1: So... So this is the thing. Of course, I checked out your prices because I read your stories, your your, FA, your FAQ, and you said something about your prices. And so I'm like, let me see what your prices are. And I and I know and I and I can appreciate artwork. And artwork is a. So this is the thing. So I was at um, when Joelle and I were at in Las Vegas. We went to. Um, I took her to Cirque because she's hardworking and I like to be able to like do something extra. So she wanted to go to Cirque. So I went to Cirque and they have a, um, an art gallery, like in, as you walk in and there's like sculptures there for 65 to $150,000. And it's like, what just a, what's like, my God, that's just a bunch of clay or whatever it was made out of. Right. It's like, you're not paying, you're not paying for that. So here's a good, here's a good Here's a good thing about pricing. So I do, I do business consulting a lot. And would you pay $500 for an hour of my time? Well, I this was half an hour. So would you pay $500 for half an hour of my time? And most people would say, fucking Jeff, you couldn't pay me to have lunch with you. I can appreciate that. I get a lot of that. But most people would be like, no, that's so expensive. Like, why would I pay you $500? Well, the advice that I gave this person during lunch, he made $52,000 off that advice for his business. So he he generated extra $52,000 in business from that $500 30 minute business consult. So of course you would pay $500, but that's for half an hour. So, but that's advice, but advice comes from my business advice comes from years and years of mistakes that I've made hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of experience, well actually millions of dollars worth of experience, and my own ten thousand dollar plus mistakes. So <coughs> artwork is one of those things that's like, what's the marketplace say that it's worth? What's the marketplace say it's worth? Now your line sheets that you have of your stuff are underpriced in my opinion. So you should charge more money. And the person that keeps Sneaking back into your thing, there has to be a way to block them, or report them for harassment. And they're probably breaking the code of conduct for Instagram, and you can and you can report them. But what you can stop doing is interacting with them. Next,
0: Maya says, "My three-year-old pit and <coughs> Walker Coonhound, Chow Chow, that I rescued." Jesus Christ!
1: What did you? Do for- <laughs> How much money did you waste on that DNA test? <laughs>
0: Uh, started being more aggressive towards strangers. At first, he was shy, but is now mean to people he's unfamiliar with. Right. It has made me n- very nervous about having people over or bringing him in public. Right. What should I do? How old is a dog? Three.
1: Three. Oh, so it's not a growth thing. So that's your dog. Um, shyness often manifests into this. It's like bullies. So most bullies are just you know a bunch of wimps. You know. That have got to put on this bully show because they've got they're just insecure so what you need to do number one is having people over will be easy that'll be your easiest thing to do so number one create your dog teach your dog how to lie down in a crate teach your dog how to shut up and lie down in a crate you do that with a remote collar have company come over your dog has one job shut up lie down in the crate and it just stays there and it shuts up and it lays down people get up People walk around. If your dog reacts, hit the shut up button. Dog shuts up. Next.
0: Bronwyn says, haha, my husband is coming along for the drive. We'll find a place to stay."
1: Oh, cool. Oh, cool. I get to meet him too. Awesome. Yeah. Go I jump on to um, uh, Airbnb. There's lots of Airbnbs. Actually, see if my see if my Airbnb is available. December. What is it? December 28th. Is that when she's? Is that when the weekend of the seminar is? the weekend of the seminar in in Providence. I'll tell you one second, Bronwyn. Maybe I'll gift it to you for for the holidays. It's the, um, Christmas is the 25th. I don't know what day of the week that is. Um, December, nope, it's booked. The 30th and the 31st and the 1st are open at my cottage. But just jump on Airbnb. Next.
0: David Smith says, Cass, you're doing awesome. You don't come across as nervous, natural. Hope to see your media. I'll start following.
1: Yeah. I've already, cause I've already put her through the ringer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I already made you nervous the first interview.
0: <laughs> Trial by fire, And then just everything right. is easy since then. The
1: second one. We're due for another one, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Let's do another one. Let's do one before um, I leave for Austin. Yeah. Yeah. I leave Thursday. So let's do one.
0: What's tomorrow Wednesday. Tomorrow
1: or Wednesday. Tomorrow. It's, tomorrow I only have tomorrow morning available. I've got an hour window in the morning I can do something. Wednesday might be a might be an easier day. Probably. Yeah. Um. We'll see, but yeah, let's do something next
0: day. Okay. Blessing says I am a trainer and I supervised to and controlled the situation between Dakota and the pit mix.
1: Awesome. Cool.
0: Miss Video Time says, she pees in the same spot or at her own sleeping bed, even though we take her outdoors.
1: Yeah, crate, crate the dog. I still didn't hear the word crate in there. So crate the dog, and the dog might not get any bedding, and and the crate might have to be really, really small, and start out with crate training next.
0: Tuna says, how do I safely condition my dog to new kids?
1: I can't I'm not gonna answer that on my podcast there's too many variables and it involves children next
0: Chris said tried creating the nine-year-old escaped and the seven-year-old geeks out fixed
1: okay like. so that could all be fixed so if your dog came here for a boarding train the dog would not escape from a crate and your dog would not be allowed to geek out so all of that could be stopped next
0: Bob says is Cass doing a t3 with you
1: no Cass is here for a cool. three-month internship next
0: Chris says, I'm sure you have videos on beginning crate training, but I haven't found them yet. Love your methods. We're learning
1: lots. No, I don't actually. I don't have any – I don't really have any – but there's tons of people that do. Next.
0: Tracy says, yep. Cool. Canadian girl says, I do.
1: I didn't ask her to marry me.
0: (laughs) Right. Did you? (laughs)
1: Next. Next.
0: Joelle proposed to me. Did she? Cool. So she wants to stay in the country? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Michelle, Did you say yes? I said I'll think about it. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that means no. That's a polite Canadian no. That's a polite US no.
0: Uh, Michelle says Dallas so Dallas I can't speak Dallas. Dal- Dallas show L O L.
1: Yes, that's from the JR. Next.
0: R A says JR, dot dot yep. Dallas.
1: No, no, we're getting those. Man, we're really behind jesus next (laughs)
0: stephanie stephanie says i get it hashtag old people lol nice there's a whole bunch about dallas there uh bob says jr query jr dallas soap reference um kyle says yeah i took a break for a few days spent some time just me and him no training just walks in some local fields away from everyone else he really enjoyed it now so back to training
1: oh matt you know what matt just wrote Mattis writes, Jeff and Cass, just FYI, the guy asking you about Ligma was fucking with you. Ligma is short for Ligma balls or Ligma nuts. See you guys tomorrow. (laughs) Good job tonight, Cass. (laughs) Jesus. I don't know. That's okay. What? I don't mind people fucking with me. Like licking my. I still don't get it. Ligma. I get that, but I don't understand. the The guy asked, my dog has Ligma. What do I do? And I'm like, I don't know. Ask a vet. Oh, yeah. Because I don't know what lig- ligma is. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I don't live in my mother's basement and I'm not 13. <laughs> so I don't know the answer. So I don't know that humor. So next.
0: Uh, Steph says, Reactive Dog is doing great everywhere except home. We live in an apartment complex and she launched at a dog that popped out around a corner. Best way to tackle this, using prong and e-collar already.
1: <laughs> literally tackle the dog probably. There's always going to be those what ifs. There's always going to be the what ifs. What I would do is I would probably set it up. But then the dog's going to buy and it's going to figure out the game. So, but I would set it up. I'd be like, hey neighbor, do you mind like popping out of nowhere again? And like, and you're better prepared. Next.
0: Uh, Spuds says my SD just started marking in pet stores, only in pet stores. And it's mortifying to say the least. He has mastered the walk and piss. So my timing sucks suggestions
1: yeah have better timing you have to correct the fuck out of that you cannot have a service dog pissing in stores or you will lose your public access rights next
0: Cairo says got the e-caller and started recall training and wow my pit mix used to run off out the door and wouldn't come home for an hour or so. Jesus Christ, that's now, dangerous. Now he understands what I want and stays in the yard. Comes when called. Good.
1: Now he's back in 55 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. An hour, my God. If my dog disappeared for three minutes, that's scary. We we, we walked the power lines the other day, mm-hmm. and um, it was like barely light outside. It was just it was it was the clocks. What morning was it? Sunday. I think the clocks just so it was Sunday morning. I think. Okay. So. But we walk the power lines up in up in Smithfield, and it's like Tex disappears sometimes. He'll get like because there's so many scents. Like yeah. six in the morning, there's like all the freaking animals were out hunting all night, so they're all fresh. All their scents are fresh on the top of the, of the of the of the grass, and Tex is just going nuts. And he's like he'll disappear through the tall grass. I'm like Tex, like he's gonna end up in someone's backyard and get shot. I can just see it now. <laughs> but his recall is good, and I'm just like. Where's the grass moving? Oh, there it goes. Texas coming back. (laughs) But we let him run free. We let him run free next.
0: Logan says, Been watching your videos for almost two years. With practice at the local pound, I've been able to save multiple aggressive dogs from euthanasia. Wow.
1: That's impressive. And a pound, too, where they're usually not open to a lot of the stuff that I talk about. Logan, you're, is that, who's that, Logan? Yep. Logan, you're a fucking hero. And I'm being serious. You're a fucking superstar. Kudos to you, buddy. That's fantastic, but I interrupted you. Next,
0: he says, "Love the help, much appreciated."
1: No, I love you. I mean, you're. Please, you're not gonna. You're not gonna see me at the fucking local pound helping dogs, and that sounds like, oh my god, you don't care about dogs. I'm like, not in Rhode Island. They don't. They don't. They don't want me in Rhode Island. They. They won't. I can't. I don't think I can adopt a dog from a Rhode Island shelter. Probably not. Yeah, like we tried to adopt a cat. I was turned down. I was turned down for adopting a cat from a shelter because of who I am. Like, right. what do you fucking think I'm going to do to your cat? Like, they wouldn't adopt me a cat because of how I train dogs. Isn't that, like, wow. Like, you really don't give a shit about fucking animals. Mm-hmm. It's like, cats are, like, endless supply. <laughs> it's like an endless supply of fucking cats. Next. Next.
0: KP Sid says, hi, Jeff. My seven-month-old golden retriever will not drag a leash around when I drop it.
1: Hmm? So don't drop it. Next.
0: Teresa says, late to the party tonight. Good evening, Cass and Jeff. Hope, happy to say I will be f- finally able to attend a seminar. Planning on Canton, Ohio. On oh. the way to see my folks. Can't wait.
1: Awesome. Canton's fun. It's good. That's a good seminar location. Next.
0: Uh, Coltritude says, I've used the bonker but have not tried an e collar LOL, guess it's time.
1: Yeah, e-caller is a whole other world. E-caller can be used not just for punishment, but it can be used for everything. You can train every obedience command. You can do advanced obedience. You can do distance work. You can do, you know, out-of-building work, out-of-sight work. You can do a lot of um, mental stimulation as far as um, um, getting a dog to be relaxed. There's so many things you can do. Next.
0: Um, Cheryl says, when she arrives, she is joyful, happy. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what
1: that that referenced to. Yeah. Sorry, Cheryl. Next.
0: Bob says, what a thief. She scanned photos of your dogs off your site. Imitation is a form of flattery, but it speaks volume in her experience. If she can't use her own.
1: She actually didn't scan them. She probably right clicked. (laughs) So who's that? Bob? Yeah. Bob, come on. (laughs) She right clicked. Get with it, buddy. Is that Bob M.? Yeah. Yeah, Bob. Yeah, he's a super fan. He's a good guy. So, yeah, I, this is it. I mean, it's not a form of flattery. It's a form of laziness, frankly. But I, I found it. I, I wasn't mad. I actually found it quite funny. I found it statistically funny. Like, <laughs> what what's the chances? the chances? Like, what are the chances that that would ever happen? Like, what are the chances? Yeah, it was incredible. Crazy. Yeah, it literally was crazy. Next.
0: Craig says, Dallas. Yes. Kara says, do I have to say no before correcting loading up on another dog? I don't feel that my dog hears me when she's star- staring.
1: So then you're missing. You're missing. Your timing is even a little bit off. So no, and then correct. Ideally, yes. Next.
0: Uh, Kara says, how do I condition a dog not to freak out when grabbing the prong leash e-collar? dog will hear from another room and they will go nuts in the crate
1: so believe it or not have a remote collar on the dog and correct it for going nuts next
0: craig says coming to maryland area anytime in 2020 thanks for the content yes
1: JeffGelmanSeminars.com. i'll be in frederick maryland next but i'm also sorry but i'm also going to be in like providence is close to maryland new jersey is close to maryland where else am i going to be maryland i'm going to be in maryland which is close to maryland next
0: Kara says, how do I get calmness when I walk up to the crate to let, out, let, to let her out in the morning? She wiggles, lays on her side, lots of excitement.
1: You can actually correct that. No, hit the top of the crate. One more question, and then we got to go.
0: Gotcha. Rawad says, when I call a dog or use the buzzer at the dog park, he'll get confused and run and sits to sits by the nearest human. He does what he's supposed to and does what he's supposed to do but can't recognize owner right away
1: okay so first of all stay out of dog parks because dog parks suck also you have to train the dog <coughs> you're training the dog in a high level distraction area and it might not understand what you want so so take a step back all right but i would be really careful about dog parks all Right? um we got to go it's an, it's 9 30 it's been 90 minutes cass you did a great job thank you proud of you Getting out of your comfort zone. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to say, who says I'm, out of, who says I'm not uncomfortable? Yeah. So you'll do it Wednesday night. Can you do it Wednesday yeah. night? Yeah,
0: I'm done.
1: Awesome. Cool. I know Joelle will appreciate it because she she gets a lot done in this in this time. Oh, yeah. So awesome. So thank you all. Love you all. Appreciate you all. Um, don't forget every day on Instagram, every day on Instagram stories, every day on Facebook, every day on YouTube, we put up fresh content. Love you. Take
0: care. Bye-bye.